0: This is episode 105 on the Live Blissed Out podcast. Did you know that gratitude is a powerful catalyst for happiness? It's the spark that lights a fire of joy in your soul. Hello, action taker. Welcome to Live Blissed Out a podcast where I have inspirational and informational conversations with business owners and subject matter experts to help you get the scoop on a variety of topics. Tired of hesitating or making decisions without having the big picture? Want to be in the know? Then this is the place to go. I'm your host, Marissa Houston, helping you achieve bliss through awareness and action. So let's get to it. In this episode, Amy Collette shows us how practicing gratitude can make a positive impact in our lives. Amy is the best-selling author of The Gratitude Connection, Embrace the Positive Power of Thanks. Her upbeat book features inspirational stories and practical exercises to help you retrain your brain for happiness and success. She became passionate about gratitude after it transformed her from an anxious stress puppy into a cheerleader for positivity, connection, and collaboration. Amy is also a book coach and publisher, helping change makers grow their tribes and increase their impact by becoming authors. Visit UnleashYourInnerAuthor.com to learn more. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. Amy, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Marisa. I'm excited to be here with you today and all your listeners.
0: I am excited to have you. And I kid you not, this is a conversation I've been wanting to have for a very long time and just haven't had the opportunity to talk to somebody about it. I would appreciate it if you could share with our listeners what we're going to be talking about and how we plan to help them with this topic.
1: We are going to be talking about my favorite topic, and that is gratitude. The thing that makes gratitude so important for me is it changed my life, and it can bring in a whole different perspective. And that's what I want to talk about and dig into a little bit because I think of it as a very high vibration emotion. And when you focus on that, it can change things, it changes your energy, and gives you a new outlook. So that's what I want to talk about and how to actually bring that into your life in a very practical, easy way that you can do every day so that it becomes a habit. You know,
0: I'm glad you used that word because it actually came to mind before you even said that perspective. I think that it gives you a different way of viewing the world. It allows you to see things more clearly and the world seems brighter and better when you have gratitude in it.
1: That's exactly it. Gratitude changed my life so much that I wrote a book about it, and it's called The Gratitude Connection because, to me, that perspective plugged me into different things. So it connected me back to myself, it connected me with other people, and it connected me to what I call a foundation of happiness. For me, it was really a catalyst to find joy.
0: You thought it was important enough that you wrote a book about it. How exactly did your life change and what was missing when you didn't have it in your
1: life? That's a great question, Marisa. When I discovered gratitude, I really, really needed it because I was going through a dark time in my life and I was living in a state of fight or flight. You know that feeling when you're just completely at the edge of your stress, Uh your heart's beating out of your chest and you can't sleep and... I feel like your focus gets very, very narrow. And I couldn't see that at the time because I was in it. So what got me out of that dark time was a very simple practice of gratitude. And I started with that and then saw the difference that it made within like five days. It really changed my life around. And I couldn't believe it. I mean, I was skeptical when I started. I thought, oh, that sounds good, but I don't know what it's going to do. Because that's where I was. You know, that's where my mindset was. Very cynical at the time. I feel so bad, I don't know how to feel better. And I thought gratitude might be a good start, and I was right.
0: It's like quicksand, it just drags you in, and you can't see the beauty around you. You can't appreciate the good things in your life.
1: Share a fun metaphor that I came up with after I was working with gratitude and positivity practices for a while. I could see this really clearly looking back at where I had been and how far I'd come. So, if you imagine your life as a pie, whatever your favorite pie is—blueberry—today it's a blueberry. Okay, so we take a slice out of that beautiful, juicy blueberry pie. So there's the piece missing, and all you can see is that empty. Pie plate. So when I was in that fight or flight mode, I was standing in the middle of that pie plate looking out at the empty piece missing. There was like one piece of my life that was missing, and that's all I could focus on. It was my business, and things had gone wrong in my business, and all I could see was that. I couldn't see anything else. So when I started practicing gratitude, then my perspective shifted. So now you can imagine. Standing on the edge of the pie plate up on top, and you're looking at it and you're saying, Oh my goodness, I've got this big, juicy pie in front of me. Yes, there's a little bit something going wrong there. There's a little piece missing, but it's this whole 360 beautiful, juicy pie, and I'm missing out on it because all I can focus on is that one piece that's gone.
0: Oh, I love that example, Amy, because it makes things very clear in the sense that you are so ultra focused on what's not working and you don't realize that there's so many wonderful things that are.
1: Yeah. And for me, gratitude was the catalyst because I thought I had nothing to be grateful for. I started this practice and I started thinking about the things I was grateful for and I instantly started coming up with a pretty big list. I was really surprised. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, I hadn't thought about that. And I didn't think about it until I made myself, until I sat down and decided to focus on the feeling of gratitude. And then that opens up all the things that I have to be grateful for.
0: Sometimes we don't see it until something even worse happens. So for example, in our lives today, we are relatively free to make our own choices, to do things the way we see fit for ourselves. But what happens if you end up in a situation where you are told when to eat, when to wake up, what to dress, what to do, and all of those freedoms are taken away, you don't really realize what you have until you're put in that situation. And then when you're released from that situation, then you start to appreciate what you had before more than you ever have because you couldn't see it. You didn't really understand what it meant at the time.
1: What I hear you saying is, You always have something to be grateful for, even in a tough time. So I equate it to things like grief or loss. We're all going to deal with that at some point in our lives, And we can be grateful for things even in those times or when we're isolated, like we just have been through the last year and a half, we have something inside always to be grateful for. So, yes, you can be grateful for your house and your car and whatever you're situation is materially, physically, you have this incredible treasure trove inside of you of things to be grateful for. So just your basic existence on the planet, that's a miracle. And then all the talents and gifts that you're born with, that you bring into the world for yourself and to share with others, that's an incredible bounty that can take a lifetime to truly understand and appreciate. Even if we have nothing else, Of course, we need the basics to live. But if we have nothing else, we still have so much to be grateful for because we can mine that treasure trove inside of the gifts that we came in with.
0: And we might say, well, you know, it's kind of boring to say I'm grateful for my house and I'm grateful for my coffee machine or I'm grateful for my electricity. But when you think about it truly, How many people in the world don't have any of those things and wish they did? What we might consider relative or just plain things that we expect to have in our lives because the people around us have it and that's how we grew up can be treasures to other people. Sometimes these challenges or things where we're faced with a situation where we don't have those things anymore, then we start to realize, wow, it may have seemed like something so normal but now I realize how I love my coffee machine and I'm so grateful that I get to make myself a fresh cup
1: every morning. I think of the basics as being like a hot shower. I'm very lucky. Not everyone in the world gets to have a hot shower every day and it's something that's just kind of a miracle the way our infrastructure is set up and everything. So we have hot water piped into our house. It's pretty amazing that we get to take. So I think it is important to give that sense of gratitude for the basics, just for the everyday ordinary things, because I think that alone helps shift your perspective to a feeling of abundance rather than that feeling of lack. Even if we have a lot of things, we can still be grateful for that. We don't have to be in lack to say, oh, now I appreciate it. That's one of the advantages of bringing a gratitude practice into your life is so that you start to appreciate the big things, the little things, the silly stuff like your favorite pair of red shoes. You get to see it from that point of view of abundance and joy that comes with experiencing these things.
0: Are you searching for a trusted merchant service provider for your business? SG Associates LLC is your partner for quality payment and merchant service solutions. With over 15 years of experience in credit card processing, S.G. Associates offers merchants the best pricing, products, and customer service available from a payment and solution service provider. Their number one goal is to save their merchants as much as possible on their credit card processing fees. To learn how they can help you, call 1-800-455-5211 or visit sg-associatesllc.com. That made so much sense everybody always talks about the glass half empty or half full, which one do you see? Because they're both true, but it's really your perspective, like which one do you tend to focus on? And I think that explanation there that you described really hits home because it helps us understand that rather than focusing on what you don't have, putting a lot of focus on the things that you do have increases that gratitude and appreciation for all the wonder in our lives. I find that gratitude, at least for me, I can appreciate it silently. So I wake up in the morning and I say, oh, my first cup of coffee, oh, that's so wonderful. Or, oh my gosh, the sun is out today, I'm so grateful, you know, whatever that may be. But then there's also what I perceive as expressed gratitude, which is where not only am I grateful inside but I share that gratitude with other people. So that might mean I'm going to sit down in front of my computer and reach out to somebody and say, thank you for being in my life or sending a card or doing something nice because I want to share that feeling with other people. So I define that as silent gratitude versus expressed gratitude. And I wanted to ask you if that was something we should all have in terms of, do we need to do both? Or do you find that, beginning with silent gratitude will just automatically want us to express it in some way just because it kind of flows over to that side.
1: Yes, I love that you bring this up, Marisa, because I started with silent gratitude. When I began, I didn't think I had much to be grateful for. I wasn't expressing it. I was kind of a grumpy person at that point. (laughs) I was not very happy. I was stressed out all the time and I was just focused on that. So not a super fun person to be around. I began on myself and I just took it internally and I wanted to focus not on writing it out because I'm a writer and I can tend to get into my head. When I start writing, then it becomes a bullet list. It can be kind of automatic for me where I'm not necessarily plugged into my emotions. And that's what I wanted to change because I felt so lousy at that time. I just wanted to feel a little bit better. I just wanted to feel less bad. I just wanted to hurt a little bit less and to be stressed a little less. And so I wanted to touch base in myself with that feeling of gratitude. So that's where I started. No pen or paper. I just put my hands over my heart, breathed in. I almost thought I would have to imagine it. I focused on the feeling of gratitude and that just calmed me down. So. Let's try this together. I would love to ask your listeners to do this with us right now. If you put one or two hands on your chest above your heart and just breathe, it seems like the first thing that happens is that your shoulders relax. It's very soothing. It's comforting. So that alone is a nice thing. That's a start. Sometimes you have to get yourself just calmed down enough. If you're in fight or flight or you're very upset about something or just feeling bad, Just soothe yourself for a minute with this and then focus on feeling gratitude. Maybe you think about something that you've been grateful for in the past. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a thing. Maybe it's a memory. And so you can focus on that. And then just open your mind to the things in your life that you're grateful for right this minute. And that's how I started. What did you think of that, Marisa?
0: I love it because it's grounding. I guess is the best word to describe it because there's so much noise in our lives and our brains are always running full bore. We're thinking about a million things. And to just be able to breathe and touch base with yourself and just stop for a moment, just those few seconds make all the difference in terms of shifting your
1: perspective. That's exactly it. It shifts your energy because you do become a little bit more grounded, you become a little bit more relaxed and in touch with yourself. So that's really important. I did it in the morning when I woke up and in the evening when I went to bed. That's how I started. And it's a great way to start and end your day. So then what happens is you start to see things that you're grateful for. And then you might start expressing them and taking it outside of yourself, bringing it to the outer world with people that you love or even just how women do in a elevator can be a little uncomfortable everybody's in a close space and you say oh man i really love your shoes or your outfit or your hair you know to start a conversation in that with a compliment to express something in a email like this morning i got up and i did my gratitude practice and it popped into my head that i had a couple of testimonials that i needed to write and so i started my day that way and that was really fun because it was a way for me to take my gratitude to someone else and connect to them that way, and also to connect them with other people that might also think that they're awesome or want to work with them.
0: To your point, Amy, I think that it's hard to express gratitude when you don't start with gratitude first within yourself. It's like anything else. How do you give when you don't have anything to give? Having that silent gratitude and shifting your perspective personally creates abundance in your life, which then you want to share with other people. And then the expressed part of it becomes very natural and more frequent because your life is now enriched with gratitude. And now you're wanting to give.
1: That's a really great point. Yeah, because gratitude is something that builds. When you start, you might not feel it. You might make yourself do it a few times and then it becomes more interesting because it feels good. You want to do it more and more. It can become like a habit, and then it becomes part of your personality, where when you become a more positive person, that is very attractive. It's an attractive magnetic energy. And so you attract good things into your life, which is more stuff to be grateful for.
0: Absolutely. And I termed my own word for it, and I call it Habitude of Gratitude. And it's the cross between a habit and the attitude. It's together because even though you have the attitude of gratitude, if you are not habitually practicing it in your life in some way, then it's there, but it's not really shared. And so the habitude to me is kind of a combination where you say, it's something that I apply in my daily life, but it's also part of me, who I am.
1: Right. What is your habitude? How do you bring it into your life every day?
0: For me, it's helping other people. I do the same thing you do. Like I'll think about somebody and I'll reach out to them and say, hey, hope you're having a good day. I was thinking of you or I saw this thing and I thought you'd enjoy it. Or I'll go online and say thank you to that person for everybody to see. Because I feel like if you're expressing it and other people are seeing it, it might also spark that in them to do for others. And so I find that satisfaction. Like you were talking about the elevator scenario, just being kind to people and doing nice things enriches you as much as it does them. And sometimes it's the perfect thing because they're having a bad day and nobody's talked to them, or maybe it started out bad and they were thinking, oh, this is all going to go downhill. And you were that spark. How can you be that positive spark for somebody is the habit that I always have in my head. Like, how can I make somebody smile today? In fact, one of my favorite sayings that I have literally on my computer that I stare at every day is you're someone's reason to smile. And that matters to me because it's true. If you aren't the person helping somebody else have a better day, there may not be somebody else. And they may need that at that moment in time. It's just such a wonderful feeling to be able to add positivity in a world that sometimes can be very frustrating.
1: I love to partner gratitude and positivity because I think one leads to the other. And for me, anyway, that was the case. So I found that my gratitude practice really helped me see the world and see myself and my situation in a more positive light. And it helped me see other people that way. I think that also our energy and our attitudes are catching to the people around us. If you've ever lived with or been around a person, maybe a colleague or coworker or family member who was dealing with depression, you know that that's catching. It's hard to maintain your positivity around someone who's really, really negative or in a bad place.
0: Oh, it totally is. When somebody's in a room and they start to laugh all of a sudden and you can't help but laugh too because it's
1: contagious. Yeah, positivity is catching too. And so I think you definitely can spread that in the world. And I always talk about my mission is wanting to raise the positive vibration of the planet. And we do that one person at a time, one smile at a time, one positive moment that we can share with somebody else. That helps ourselves. It helps them. And then maybe they're going to go share it with someone else and it's exponential.
0: It totally is. It really goes around. And that doesn't mean that we don't have rough days. We're not saying everybody has to be cheery 24-7. But if we can pass more positivity around and be cognizant of it and try to bring more of it into our lives, I think it's going to enrich everyone. Which leads me to a question I've been wanting to ask for a really long time and gave a lot of thought to. Why do people have a tendency to look outside for their happiness? They compare themselves to other people and wish they had what they had. But here's the catch. Other people are probably looking at them saying, I wish I had what they had. You're just never satisfied with what you have. You're always thinking, I want what my neighbor has or what my best friend has or whatnot. But then there's somebody there looking at you going, how could you complain? I want your life. And so why are we always thinking that way instead of just being appreciative of what we have? Is that a human trait that we can't get out of? Is that necessarily a bad thing?
1: You know, I don't have the science on this, but my theory is I always think about things like how did we get here through human evolution and our experience on this planet? I think that negativity was a survival factor. If you walk up to me and I don't know you, I'm going to be checking you out very thoroughly. I'm going to be looking at your hands to see if you have a weapon or a tool in your hand. I'm going to be looking at any information I can get from you about whether I think you're going to be a friend or foe. I think it really is kind of a survival instinct. But now that we're not having to fight for our survival every single day or every single moment with any person that we meet, I think it's still just a leftover in our old parts of our brain, that survival kind of instinct. But we've turned it into now, oh, she's got something better than what I have or he's got a more glamorous, fantastic life than I have. We get in this comparison paralysis and it's a terrible cycle. But I think gratitude also helps with that. I mean, it helped me with that because I'm just like every other human. I have that voice in my head going around about comparing myself with everyone else too. But when you really focus on gratitude and it becomes part of your being, part of the way that you see the world, then when you see somebody else that you perceive as having more or being more or having more success or something, you can be happy for them and grateful that they have their life and still be very content with your own life because it's still that attitude or that perspective of lack. When you're coming from lack, everyone else might have something better than you do. That's such
0: a good point. And I think that human nature, we always want to strive to be better, to do better. I don't know necessarily that we'll ever get to a point where we say enough is enough. We're always looking towards how can we improve. If I have this car, I want to work towards another car. I have this house, I want to work for another house. And those are material things, but it could also be even self-development. We're wired to try and improve ourselves and everything around us. And so that could be a very positive thing as well. But to your point, it's that feeling of lack, feeling sorry for yourself or wondering why you can't seem to achieve whatever it is you're out to achieve. And you get frustrated, you get down on yourself and that negativity then stops you from appreciating what you do have. Could you tell our listeners exactly how to reach you and learn more about the services you offer?
1: Yes, I'd be happy to talk to anybody about gratitude. I'm also a book coach. My company is Unleash Your Inner Author, and you can find me at UnleashYourInnerAuthor.com. And I have a special gift for our listeners today, and that is uh, 30 days of positivity. It's called it's Daily Positivity and it's 30 days of emails of simple, easy gratitude and positivity tips that you can try every day.
0: Wow. So they can just go to your website and enter their email to join up for that?
1: Yes. So the address is com backslash positive. We
0: need so much of that in today's world particularly. It's just nice to be inspired. And just be reminded because having those positive messages really helps us start our day on the right foot. And when that happens in our lives, then we're going to tend to want to share it with others. And that's really how it all goes around. And then we can create a more positive, happy place for all of us.
1: Exactly.
0: Thank you, Amy, for being here. I so appreciate it.
1: Oh, Marisa, it's been terrific fun with you. And I'm so grateful that you are such a fan of gratitude too.
0: That's a wrap for this episode of Live Blissed Out. Thanks for listening. And thanks to Amy Collette for joining us on the show. If you have a question or comment for a future episode, all you have to do is go to speakpipe.com forward slash LBOVM or click the link in the show notes to leave a brief audio message. If you find value in our show, please visit liveblistout.com to reach out, subscribe, and share on social media. This show is made possible through listeners like you. Thank you. So long for now. And remember to keep moving forward.